On tonight's show, we have actor, comedian, and travel blogger, Devin Gamble. And now, for your host, Cool Park. What up, what up, what up? We are back again. Episode 37, y'all. Kicking with Cool Card. I am your host, Cool Card. Yes, 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 man. Back again to kick it with you guys, give you some more value. If this is your first time tuning in, please feel free. I welcome you to like the show, subscribe to the show, so I can continue to bring you this value that I get from these awesome guests that I bring on here. Last week, I had Justin Harper. He is a veteran real estate uh, agent, realtor. Man, he's doing his thing sold a lot of homes. Very knowledgeable. If you haven't checked that out and if you're thinking about getting into real estate, you might want to look at that video. Check it out. It's on my channel. Um, He dropped some gems, man. Some gems. Some real cool gems. I had people that tell me that they watched that about three times over and just kind of taking down notes. Um, Yeah, he's doing his thing. So y'all make sure you check him out. Uh, He is on social media and you could just go to justindharper.com and um, hit him up. He's in Vegas, but I do believe he's trying to get licensed in other states. So you never know. He might be able to help you out. All right. Or he could refer you to somebody that he knows in another state. That's how realtors get that that, that money, too. So, hey, holla at him. But tonight we are going back to funny, to comedy, to laughing, uh, laughter, man, laughter. It, it fills the soul. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I got Devin. Let me not butcher his name. Devin Gamo. He's from Canada. All right. He's from Canada. Uh, Man, he's doing amazing stuff online. I've been following this guy for a while now. He's doing some skits. He's an actor. He's a travel blogger. I mean, he does it all. So we're going to dive into his life and kind of see what he has to offer. Let him drop some gems. You know what I'm saying? Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Let's bring him in with a nice little warm welcome. You know how I do it. The cool car way. Let's show him some love, y'all. They keep lying. So many people. I've been abducted. They got these chips planted in their minds. I've been abducted by aliens. Why am I here? Why are we all here? It's all a cover up for aliens. So, what are your opinions on Donald Trump winning the elections? Okay, fair enough. One. Okay, just just one more. What? This is Lester right here. Knew the aliens would shut down the world at the drop of a hat. People think it's COVID. That's a load of fooey. laughing at the intro man that is hilarious who's that the door <laughs> jebediah where the hell did you come up with that <laughs> just thinking of the most absurd names like names that you hear when um names that you'd hear from people that had legitimately lost their mind and for some reason jebediah came out <laughs> jebediah does sound like somebody that lost their damn mind yeah yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god so welcome to the show man it's been a long time coming i know we're supposed to link up one time or another and i don't know what happened i had to reschedule some things and shift some people around but you're finally here i appreciate you coming on yes thank you thank you thank you thank you <laughs> but let's talk about you man so you're from canada yep i uh, just came out from my igloo to do this interview right now <laughs> uh, I don't... it's it's a honor to actually have wi-fi and to uh you know get out from the the cold arctic tundra and do this and and kick it with you hey man i appreciate you coming out your little hobbit hole that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice it's nice to come out every now and then you know yeah man i got you here i think you're my first person that i've ever interviewed from canada i could say that you're the first well it's uh it's an honor to cross it off the bucket list yeah yeah you know oh. i was trying I, I tried to get drake but he kind of stood me up but you know it's all good i got you man he'll <laughs> be on next week <laughs> yeah we'll get him on sooner or later we'll get drake up on here for sure. <laughs> so look, you're an actor, you're a comedian, and you're a travel blogger. What do you? Where does all that come from, man? What? What, so, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so the travel thing was actually, I will admit it. I got bit by the travel bug recently, and it's it's addicting. I don't have any tattoos, but I hear that you know once you get your first tattoo. You want to keep getting more and more tattoos to kind of add to that yeah. collection. It's That's the same true. thing as traveling. Like I had never really been, um, I, I had been to like, you know, all inclusive resorts and stuff before. But um, in January, actually, my buddy uh, proposed this idea to go to South America. And I said yes before he could even spit it out. So we went to three countries. We went to Colombia, Peru and Bolivia. And I've always liked filming videos. I've always liked um, being in front of the camera and also behind the camera. And I, you know, I've always filmed everything, you know, whether it's, you know, just me and my buddies messing around in high school doing random stuff or uh, filming comedy skits. I wanted to bring a camera with me and document my experiences. And then from doing that, you know, I went home, started editing these videos and I was thinking like, man, you know what? Like, I really do want to travel more. Also, yeah, yeah vlog as well. And then, you know, document this this great footage that I was getting. Yeah. And you do a great came, job. Yeah, you know, I, I appreciate that too, because it's like um you uh you know, you get to relive it too by looking back at the footage and just think like, you know, oh man. Yeah, that was uh, a fun time, and then you start remembering, you know, different memories and experiences you've had, and it was a really fun time for sure. And, and people get to live through that with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like, man, I'm looking at that. What what is that beach? That's in Bolivia, right? The in the intro. Uh, so what's your yeah? So that is um the uni the salt flats, which is which are the largest salt flats in the world. So it's not an actual beach. No, I, what what you were referring to, I think, was the the salt flats. Mm-hmm. I think I think it is because it's like you can drive over it, but it's water and sand and. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's um, mm-hmm. and it, it's trust me, it looks even weirder in person. Like you're you're constantly like rubbing your eyes because you think it's a it's a dream. Like it literally looks like a sequence where they film like 
uh, where they emulate heaven in movies. Right. It's like is like it's like is it always overcast like that? There, like that was a crazy. Wow, that's just a crazy experience just looking at it because it's like the clouds meet the water. It's reflective. Then you're driving over it. Like, is there a quicksand out there? That's what I'd be afraid of. <laughs> Sinking in quicksand. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We didn't have to worry about quicksand. But what I was, um, what I was wondering myself is the guy, and this guy was an absolute. I mean, he he was such a nice guy. He was very accommodating. He was such a cool guy. The guy that actually drove us out in the flats. Mm-hmm. And these flats go on for miles and miles. And I was confused and I was wondering how he doesn't get lost out there, you know, because right. to me it all looks, I mean, there's, there's parts that you can kind of differentiate, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's all, it all looks fairly similar. And it's like, that's like what I was You get wondering. so deep off in there that's just like your vantage point is just the water and sand, right? You don't see anything. Yeah. It's like, which way do you go? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, he's, you know, it's like people... People talk about having such a, a good view from the office. It's like, if if I were that guy working that job every day, <laughs> you really can't complain. You know, waking up and getting to do that every day, like, right? That's amazing, man. And then I got a um, I got a clip too um, that you that you did for Peru. I want to play that. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, shoot. Let's play it right now. Let's check it out. Let's do it. Hiking up to the top of Rainbow Mountain right now, somewhere around 4,800 meters. It's crazy, like you walk up a flight of stairs here at this elevation, and it feels like you just sprinted up one. And that's Mars over here. But that's why I like filming it. Yeah, man, that's amazing. I always wanted to go to Peru, man, up on that mountain. You always, everybody takes that picture up on that hill. But like, was it was that ruins in the back? Like, what's in the back of that? Yeah, so it's um, it's it's Machu Picchu, and it was it's. I mean, it's been around for years and years, and it's um, it's a very historic. There, there's a lot of history behind it, and um, I'm trying to remember the name. The Incas, yeah. Okay. So the Incas, they, they uh, you know, built it years and years ago, and it's even uh, just thinking about that like how it how it all came to be i mean there's some conspiracy theories around that itself like the the pyramids of egypt yeah you know in just the sense that like you know if it was built all these years ago and you know there is no proper equipment around at the time yeah that's that's crazy it's amazing what the what the human body can do the human mind can do and you just wonder, like, man, what did it take to to construct this? You know what I'm saying? And then, how long did it take? You know, it's just it's it's insane. Yeah, it's insane. And then I, I found out that um, actually, like, I think four or five days later, some kids had been arrested because someone took a dump on one of the uh, on one of the one of the, the the ruins in there, and it's just like the guy was wow. caught vandalizing it, and it's like. Of all places to go, like, why? You know, like... How would you go there and take a dump? <laughs> yeah, what, what? Stupid, man. Wow. There's so much history behind it, and just... You're, you're literally just gonna... Just gonna take a shit on it and, and run. <laughs> right. 
it's like, <laughs> oh man. But no, we we actually because our buddies or people that we had met were showing us pictures and, and videos from uh, Machu Picchu, and a lot of them didn't get to see the view because it was so distorted by the you know bad weather conditions, overcast. Because uh, yeah. it gets very gets very like foggy and um the the views aren't as clear depending on on when you go but we just the stars aligned and we went at the perfect time and we were able to see it clearly and yeah, yeah it was just beautiful. a lot of really fun experience that's beautiful where to next where do you want to go next well it's <laughs> i gotta say like these these flights to to athens and um well so i saw like a 300 Canadian $300 flight to Turkey um, the other day. But I just, I don't know if it's in the cards for 2020 to travel outside of Ontario with all this COVID going on. I wouldn't, man. Hold out. Yeah, I'm so tempted. Like, I almost just click right away and it's just like. It is uh, tempting because the price is right. But nah, don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, listen, man, I was thinking about even going up to new york and it's like for four of us we were gonna pay 80 dollars total round trip <laughs> that's it from you're in in georgia right up in atlanta yeah it was gonna be 80 dollars round trip for four people total <laughs> <laughs> yeah like sign me up and then you're like oh wait right right so let's talk about this acting man so what what is your passion is it is it comedy is it acting like where did that all start so, okay, um, <laughs> it started in, I would say, I would say even as early as elementary school. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you uh, what, what started it. So I've always, I always hated school. I always hated school because <laughs> it was, you know, you're, you're forced to be there. Yeah. And learning out of, you're learning a, about a bunch of stuff that you literally couldn't give a shit about. And I was always, I was thinking like, why am I here? Like, why do I have to be forced to sit through this? If I'm here, there's probably, if I'm here under these circumstances, there's probably a, a lot of other people, you know, in my classroom that are feeling the same way, just pissed off that they have to be there. Mm-hmm. So I decided to make people laugh to at least, you know, entertain them and make them have a better time because like I, I was saying, there's probably people that were just as miserable there as I was. Right. So and then I really enjoyed making people laugh and kept going with that. Okay. I kept uh you know, I turned into the class clown and I was always getting <laughs> sent to the principal's office like I honestly had my own chair in the principal's office. There was one time in elementary school I remember walking down the hallway and I swear to God the principal saw me in the hallway and he said, "Are are you feeling all right today?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm feeling fine." And he w- and he said, "I didn't see you in my office today." Oh wow! <laughs> I just, wow! I find it so funny just looking back at that. Hey, you know, but it it birthed something, you know. Yeah, and it was good yeah. fun. You know, it was good trouble. You weren't hurting nobody. You just, you know, probably yeah. distracting a few people from their lesson. But you know, <laughs> like you said, exactly. most people want to do it anyway. But yeah. it was all. <laughs> but you know it's cool that that happens but no so now now okay so you started out just kind of clowning so did mm. that kind of grow into you 
did that birth your acting because you know now you're doing skits and it's like okay i'm doing a skit yeah. so now i gotta put on this acting hat and then did you fall in love with that or how'd that go it, it definitely did play a major factor because when i was in high school i got to grade 11 and i was thinking like man i'm kind of i'm getting to the end of my high school you know career here i'm gonna have to start making moves i have no idea what the hell i want to do right what have i always liked doing that's what i was thinking to myself and then I was like, okay, well, I like to entertain people. I like to make people laugh. I grew up in a small town where there wasn't a lot to do, so we had to entertain ourselves mm. some way. And I decided to buy a camera when I was in grade nine and start filming these just random comedy skits. And we filmed the most random videos. Like we started doing like parody music videos, which were, you know, funny scenes of us doing random shit. Right. But. I was sitting there and I had all that in mind. I was like, okay, so I like to film videos. I like to film comedy videos, entertain people, make people laugh. Um, so, and then you, I was, so I'm sorry, sorry to cut you off, but babe, you, you've been doing this before the Instagram, before, uh, what was that, a Vines and all that then? Nine years yeah. old? Yeah. Okay. And it was just, it started as a way to just not be bored and not to, you know, just be sitting there like, oh, like, like, you know, bored out of my mind in a, in a small town. And then, um, yeah, I wanted to make these, these videos. And, and so I started doing that and I loved it. And I took a comm tech class in school and that was really that and drama class were the only classes that I actually enjoyed. Like I'd look forward to them. I'd be counting down the minutes until, you know, my comm tech class would come or drama. And in comm tech class, I'd be editing a video or, you know, just have shot something and, you know, be excited for it. And yeah, from there, I, uh, I moved to the big city after I graduated, went to school there. I actually went to school for film, but then I was hiring, you know, actors and stuff to be in these, these films that I would either direct or I would, uh, I'd be the cameraman for mm -hmm. DOP and I'd be thinking like, yeah, this is fun. It's good to have this information of behind the scenes, but I'd rather be in the in the in the movie in the production in whatever it is that I'm filming. Yeah. So since then, I've been I've been doing both like behind the scenes, in front of the camera, and I love it. Anything to do with the industry, I, I can't get enough of. This, this this can be some good inspiration for some some younger people. I mean, shoot, adults too. You yep. know, there's a lot, there's people out here that don't know what they want to do with themselves, but they can tell a joke all day or they just have, they have a funny bone and people just naturally laugh all the time around them. Like pick up a camera and document it. It can turn into something, post yeah. it online. Like, you know, and people like if I wasn't doing this and, and I act too, if I wasn't doing this or I wasn't an actor, I probably wouldn't be on social media, but there's people out there that won't get on social media and they need it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a tool. Use it as a tool. Don't use it for all the other stuff that people are using it for. Don't get caught up in that. Don't get caught up in surfing all day long, looking at what other people are doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, use it as a tool. Use it as a business tool. Brand yourself. Yeah. Get a following. Make some money. You yeah, know? makes exactly. Even if you don't want to do nothing else, just do influencer work and make some money. You can make some real money being for an influencer, sure. being yeah. funny. You know what I mean? But it it, but it could, but what I'm saying is, it can ignite something in you, mm -hmm. if, you're, if you're naturally funny or whatever, or even if you just have a knack for talking to people. Get online and start talking to people. Use yeah. these tools. Social media is the way of the world right now. 
I don't like it sometimes, a lot of times, but I have to, I have to do it. You know what I mean? I have to do it. So if there's something that it can ignite in you and you can use that to your benefit and you don't have to go punch a clock, it can happen. There's, go online right now. There's plenty of people on there that you can reference that are doing that, that don't punch a clock. It's real. It ain't just kids on there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that's what I had to get, had to get over to when I first got into social media because I was like, ah, oh, man, I I ain't feeling this. You know, and a lot it's a lot of faking, a lot of faking going on. People, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, but there are people on there that are really doing some great things and making some good money. You know, For I mean, sure. I know some people. You know what I mean? And and you know, those people have been working hard towards doing it, and I think it's I think it's mostly because to, to touch on what you were saying, yeah, it's. There, there's some points where you're on social media and it's just like, okay, what the fuck? Like it's, it's <laughs> looking at some of these posts, but it's all about like filtering it out. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are comparing themselves to, oh man, oh, this jack guy, I'm not, I'm not that jacked, you know, like, oh man. But you it, know, you got to use it for a positive. You do, you do. And you know who I feel for? I feel for the kids, man. I really do because they're so influenced by this stuff and they're thinking this is who I need to be. This is what I want. And it's okay. You know, I'm not saying it's, it's not okay to want things, to want nice things, to, you know, have a desire to, because everybody likes things. Everybody has their Jones and it has a fix or whatever. You know, they like Jordans. They like this and like that. But just don't let it diffuse your drive because you're looking at other people supposedly winning. There's, there's people on there winning, but a lot of them are not winning. It's a facade, but mm-hmm. You know, that's what they're on there for, to make you believe that until they are really doing that. But don't let it diffuse your drive. Don't let it diffuse what you have going and what you want to do, because it can do that. Once you start comparing yourself, that is the most detrimental thing ever. Oh, it's, it, it, it's toxic. It's, yeah. it's like you can you can feel just the, the, the negative emotions come out when you're <laughs> yes. doing that. And it's just, yeah, yeah it's, it, it doesn't do you any good. At all, at all, and then it, it breeds envy. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know? it breeds envy, and then you transfer that out into the real world. Because guess what? This social media, it's a tool, but it's not your real life unless you're making some money. You know what I'm saying? Unless you got a brand and you're building and you're making money off of it, it's not your real life. But then you take that envy, that envious mindset of man, I, I want that. They're doing this, and you feel some type of way. And then you take that out into the world and now you're envious of people and you're aggressive towards people because you're not feeling like you're where you need to be because you saw somebody else where you want to be and you don't fit. And, and then you feel like they're less deserving of it mm-hmm. and maybe and say and say that they did earn it and they are really where they're showing that they are. Well, guess what? You don't know what it took for them to mm-hmm. get there. So, yeah. You know, put some blinders on and go do the work. You know? Yeah. And- and that's that's the thing is a lot of people they, they feel that you know these what you know you you have these rappers these a-list celebrities they just wake up one day and they're there you know they they see all the the glitz and the glamour but they don't mm-hmm. see everything that led up to it all the trials and tribulations all the stumbling blocks they had getting there yeah you know so it's just like and and people want to make excuses too, like oh I, I can never I, I could never be what I want to what I want to be because of uh, my father or because of this and because of that. It's like those are excuses. Exactly, those are yeah. excuses. Come yeah. on, man, you can be whatever you want to be. You know, mm-hmm. you can look at that two ways. You can look at your father 
and be just like him or you can look at your father and say i don't want to be like that and go the other yeah. route and mm-hmm. do better be a better man you know if your father walked out of your life don't let that don't let that determine how you're going to treat your children be mm-hmm. there for them because your father wasn't don't turn around yeah. and do the same thing you got a choice everything's a choice you know everything it's a choice yeah yeah like and that's the thing you can spin it a positive way or you can spin it a negative way and it's, yeah. it's up to you how you want to utilize that how you want to interpret the information and proceed after that right yeah absolutely you got to take it man like the, the main thing in life is if you want to win so to speak your you know whatever your definition of winning is and you want to be positive and you just want to you know live a, a good and happy and normal life just stay positive take the negative and turn that's that it. into a positive it's cliche but it's real take that it's a stepping stone it's a building block you know what i'm saying a setback is, a, is an opportunity for you to you know uh, adjust and get better you're you're really pumping me up here you're, you're getting me motivated i want to go out and go and film something <laughs> or go do something right now or go run 20 20 miles around the block like you're getting me going man <laughs> but it's, it's so true it is it really is it's just this negativity won't get you anywhere nah man nah you'll be depressed that's why you mm-hmm. listen man that's why all these kids are here killing themselves because they're comparing themselves to other people yeah and they feel it's insignificant right yeah. and they feel like they're never going to amount to this person or that person when meanwhile they might be just doing fine you know yeah they might like they're they're just comparing themselves and it's just they're looking at it through a through not the right lens so an instagram lens and here's the kicker yeah. how about how about how about these kids feeling less of less of themselves um deflated and defeated and depressed over what they're constantly seeing on instagram thinking that these people are doing so much better than them and they probably have a better life than what they're looking at it's just all dressed up and made up mm-hmm. you know yeah, because you can paint a false picture however you want, Man, right? Man, like it's all about what you t- just. <sighs> of course, you could yeah. you could say, "Hey, man, let me let me uh, let me borrow that, that those Gucci shoes and that Gucci belt and that Gucci shirt real quick," or you can go to the swap meet, <laughs> which a lot of uh, <laughs> people gonna hate me for saying this, but which a lot of these like up and coming rappers do, they go to the swap meet, get the knockoffs, then they take these pictures. They take the all these pictures and promote themselves as if they're doing good, which I'm not mad at because you know mm-hmm. what? Entertainment is entertainment. You're selling something. You're selling a dream. You're entertaining. So whatever you got to do, do it for the better good of yourself. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not knocking that, but that's what it is, though. So don't you don't know what's really going on. You don't know what people are doing. People are exactly. going by knockoffs so they can take pictures and flex like they doing it you know what i'm saying like they have it already and they really don't yeah well, mm-hmm. sorry my uh i'm just charged my laptop charger fell out so oh, okay i don't want to lose you no no <laughs> don't want to turn into a harry houdini <laughs> got dang jebediah again got taken off by the aliens jebediah <laughs> the aliens <laughs> It's funny because I actually I, I crafted that uh, that character from um, Ancient Aliens, Ancient Aliens, and also um, you know these late night shows you'd see about these alien ad- abductees that all sounded like they were batshit crazy. And I was thinking, like, man, I heard this one guy's story who was talking about it, and he's just it just seems so ridiculous. 
and he didn't have any actual facts and he just seemed completely out of his mind and he he sounded weird so i was just like okay how can i take a voice how can i make a character and then i did that i i, I started playing with my voice and seeing seeing how seeing how i could come to this <laughs> And then with that, I, I came up with a, a costume to go with it. I was like, okay, so what would this guy wear? <laughs> and, you know, it ended up finding the costume, going to my my garage, going to my little shed in my backyard and, yeah. uh, you know, living the character. But I, but just, I, love, I would be off in some raggedy shed or something. <laughs> I, you know, huh? you know? <laughs> That's funny. So with the okay, so let me ask you a couple of things about the skits, man. Because you know, I, I know there's a lot of kids that want to do skits. Even the adults want to do skits, and they haven't taken the step to do the skits. But all you got to do is just do the skits, pick up a camera, and do the skits. But for you, what type of preparation goes into that? Is that just kind of like a idea? You grab the camera, grab a couple of your boys, and you go do it. And like what, and also what type of equipment are you using? Because I see you shooting from afar. You got you're mic'd up and everything, so people need to know certain things like that. Okay, so um, that what goes into it? I'll answer that question first. Uh, so I'm a very spontaneous person, which works, but it also it also has its downfalls as well too. Mm-hmm. Like I I love to just be like, yeah, let's go film right now. But if it's just me, fine. But like one thing that's preventing me from getting even more footage and getting even more videos done is the fact that I have to have a cameraman there, you know, yeah. filming the fact that I have to have and this cameraman has to be, you know, fairly well versed with a DSLR, especially if he's filming videos from afar and, you know, hiding out. And I have a, a zoom lens, by the way. I have a um, what I use is a 55 to 200 millimeter lens, and I have a Canon 70D. Yeah. Um, to answer that question. Okay. Uh, so to to be able to do this, to be able to line this stuff up, and also, um, you know, get the best possible clips, I'll need to to have this guy filming, um, or my friend, whoever I'm getting to film at a at a certain time, and it's like you know to to get both of our schedules to line up, it requires some, yeah. some plan, which I definitely need to work on more. Uh, but it works for kind of adjusting on the fly, like running by the seat of your pants, like, oh, I'm going to go film this guy right now. I'm going to go ask this guy a question. But what I've started doing more is I've started kind of mapping everything out to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Like I'll have a basic outline as to what it is I want to, what points I want to touch on, what I want to say, what I want to do. But I also don't want to overdo it because then I'll be like in my head too much thinking about, okay, what was I supposed to say here? What was I supposed to say here? So I think it's a, it's a balance of, um, of being spontaneous and adjusting on the fly and also having that, that planning in there too, because I was always just the spontaneous, let's go film this, let's go film that, I'll make everything up off the top of my head. And, you know, we can go film right now or we can go film tomorrow when in reality there's a lot of moving parts and it's just better to plan things out. So I would say a mixture of both is definitely beneficial. Now, do you do you include some of the people that you go up and, you know, talk to? Like, do you prep them prior to you doing your skit or is it just all organic 
they have no idea what the hell you're talking about. So if I'm if I'm going up and doing like um like like a social experiment, for example, um I, I don't like if I'm going up to someone on the street and doing something, I won't prep them whatsoever because I don't want them to anticipate the reaction. Yeah. And I've had people before because I want like I'm sure you've seen those videos out there where it's, you know, these these pranksters in the hood and you know, whatever the case is, you can just tell that it's staged. Yeah. And supposed to be getting these authentic reactions and it's just like the person's reacting like what are you doing man yeah you you have a gun on you you know and it's just horrible acting yeah and i've never like i'd rather spend all day filming getting a hundred reactions and using three of those clips than hiring an actor telling him to react like oh you know because i i know that the audience is going to pick up on that like the audience stupid right so yeah i'd rather just make it authentic so how do you combat the people who may want to get a little violent sometimes if they're not okay with you approaching them? And that <laughs> that has happened before. Um, <laughs> uh, we can get into that in a second. But uh, <laughs> um, I would say for the most part, like 98% of people are, you know, they laugh it off. They think it's funny. They're entertained by the idea um, whereas those 2% might not be. Mm-hmm. And I always like to get people's permission before putting it or posting it online. Okay. Just as a, a common courtesy thing, like if I'm filming in public, I don't technically need to, but I will ask it. And I've had to blur out people's faces before. Okay. But yes, it has ended badly for me before. Oh, wow. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So if you're watching this, just you know, just so you know, yeah, it's uh, you're taking chances out there, especially right now in the climate. Yeah, right now is a whole different time. Ooh, yeah, man. So be careful out there, you know. And there's a lot more people carrying guns right now too. So everyone's everyone's a lot more paranoid. Everyone's, you know, the the fear is 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 heightened. You know, especially in you know the the situation that we're in right now. But at the same time. Uh, I, I would recommend going out and, 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 and like if you want to film these kind of videos, when I got punched in the face, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. I was being a complete dick and that was part of my character. Yeah. Uh, that was a once in a, a blue moon situation. Like if you handle it properly, then, you know, it's not going to happen. But to your point, yes, people are more um, anxiety driven right now, a lot more fearful. So it's a different time. So just, you know, think about it. Think, you know. Be, be cautious about what you're what you're doing. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to one of your skits real quick, and then we'll yep. get back. We'll talk about it. Here we go. Do you mind if I talk to you for a second? Yeah, for sure. Okay, I've been talking to Big Buzz and you know Hilderoy, and you know we've been discussing on matters. You shouldn't be throwing shoes at customers just because they you know make fun of the store or whatever the case is like apparently you've been throwing like the little uggs like the uh because apparently they have more force with them and they can they can fly faster through the air there are no hurling of objects of any kind sorry who's hurled objects so apparently it was you now i'm not pointing fingers i would never throw anything at anyone i'm not pointing fingers but sarah told me all about it so but i've never done that i i have no idea i don't want to get you in trouble here because the supervisor is going to be coming here later and it's just, it's not acceptable, okay? Sorry, what supervisor? Um, Big Buzz. Okay, I'm sorry. Big I'm Buzz. I'm familiar with who or 
what that is, but okay. I personally would never show I've never put a shoe on anybody. That's fine. Okay, I'm with the uh, shoe thrower right now. Yep. I'm sorry, can you please tell okay. what's going on? I have come to the understanding that, and I mean, I'm just, I just want to let it be known that you have been dealing steroids out of this establishment here. Okay. I mean, I've been told this by multiple customers. They've been saying that you've been giving out, like, um, like used needles. And, <laughs> yeah, I mean. This is a joke, right? No. Um, I mean, we just, we don't condone this kind of behavior. Okay. Around the parameters. So, you know I'm guy? just. Are you, like, seriously? I'm just letting it be known that it's, it's not acceptable. And if you read the terms of, it's, it's not conducive, right? Okay. There's nothing like that going on here. Yeah. I mean, I I was told by a reliable source that it in fact was. I'm just trying to clear the air here and make sure. My name's Lars Honeytoast. I'm the moderator. Oh, no. That's not going on here. No. Can I get you to say that you will not be dealing steroids out of this this whole... I won't be dealing steroids anytime. I mean, I know you are fairly new. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say your name? Large honey, honeycomb? <laughs> Oh, hey, that go ahead. I was gonna say that, like, that video itself was probably. I, I usually don't break character too often, but I was literally like biting my cheeks trying not to laugh at some of these reactions. Like, it was just, I had them so on the hook, like, it was just, it was so hard not to break character, but I had to stay in character for the love of the video, and yeah, you know. It. Yeah, man, crazy stuff, crazy stuff. You know, I, man, I, I, I used to think that I wanted to do that, you know, go out and do those type of videos. And I was like, man, the world's gotten too crazy. The world's gotten too crazy for me. I can't do it. I don't know. See, I can't, but I don't think I'm going to take that route now. Nah. I'll stop no, talking not, to you. Not in the cards in the, in the near future for you, eh? Uh, not for cool card, man. I'm good. So I'll let you do it and I'll laugh on the sideline. Sounds sounds good to me, man. And you keep doing your thing here, you know. <laughs> Appreciate, it that. Up. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. Just one episode at a time, you know, one episode at a time and we keep it moving. Keep it moving. Just trying to stay consistent. I mean, that's the main thing. If you stay consistent yeah. with anything, something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like I get opportunities that's... thrown my way because I've, you know, kept going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and obviously there's been times that you've there, there's always that that inner voice that's like oh just stop just take it easy take the night off you know mm-hmm. just relax but yep. i mean i'm sure you know you push through that on a on a daily basis and it's it's the message that i wanted to get out too is is just keep going with it yeah. you know like especially like you've been doing yeah you know, keep pushing keep creating that consistent content no matter what Absolutely, man. People, would, I'm telling you, if you knew my life, you'd just be like, man, how do you do it? There's been weeks I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to take this week off. <laughs> There's been times where, you know, I've had people cancel on me Monday night. And I've always figured it out. I've always gotten someone else to just jump right in. Huh? Sometimes you got to improvise. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and I don't know what people have going on in their lives. You know what I mean? So, if they cancel, they cancel. But I gotta do me. I can't let someone stop my show. And that, like you asked me earlier, like, do you do everything yourself? Yes, because so, so for so long, one man show for so long, 
I've always had other people involved in things that I was doing and they would hold me up. Not that mm-hmm. I would stop, but they would hold me up. And I just got sick and tired of that. Sick and tired of it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have to bounce ideas off anybody. Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about that? In order to move forward. Like, I need to just be going. Let me just yeah. go. You know what I'm saying? And it oh. feels good to take that responsibility too, right? Like, it's yeah. like, if you mess up, then it's your fault. It's not like, you yeah. know, you don't find yourself pointing fingers and being like, oh, well, it was because of him that did, like, it's just, it's good to just take accountability and, you know, know that it, you might've done something wrong. Yeah. And if that's the case, then so be it. But, you know. Like, I'm all, I'm all for collabing, you know, don't get me wrong. But as far as just having to, hey, are you, you know. You ready? Can we do this? No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Cool yeah, card. Go. Keep it going. <laughs> you don't have to rely on someone else's schedule as well, too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, listen, man. Like, I, I used to do this show out in the streets, you know? And um, I just find it a little bit more convenient, especially in the climate now. I find it more convenient to just do it, come from my own place. Were you, were you doing this out on the out on the streets before quarantine or did yeah, you yeah, was yeah, this... yeah 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 years ago years ago i used to oh, go yeah. to clubs and stuff like that and interview artists and comedians and stuff like that i went to the soul train music awards interview some people backstage you know comedians and stuff like that and you know just things like that so that's what i was doing and um i had a team and we were a team i don't want to say i had a team we were a team me and the camera guy um and we did music together and all types of stuff and then i don't know we just Stop doing it. I don't know what happened. But um, actually, he's coming on the show. <laughs> he's coming on the show uh, next month, actually, because he has the a man home. himself, eh? Yeah, huh? The man himself, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's coming on the show. So it's all love, you know, but we just stopped doing it. And I was just like, hey, you know what? I think I want to rebirth that. Like, bring it back. Do it through Skype. Do it live on YouTube. Because I really want to have a talk show. That's my goal. That's the I don't want to say the end goal, but that is the ultimate goal from for this venture here is to have my own TV talk show, kind of like a you know a Steve Harvey or something like that. I just want to help people, talk people through things, get them on there, help people do giveaways, charities, you know, all that type of stuff. So, it's a great platform to do it on. I mean, you're uh, you're definitely you're good at what you do. You're personable. You know how to keep the you. the conversation going. Thank and you. I, see, I see good things for you, man. In your future, I appreciate sure. it. Likewise, likewise. Well, I had to have you on here. Okay, now I'm <laughs> likewise. So, real quick, man, before we wrap it up, let's talk about um, stand up. You said you you're trying to venture off into stand up, man. Like, are you are you a little nervous about that? Are you like, man, f it, let's do it? So, yeah, I'm I'm trying to do things that I'm trying to push myself out of my comfort zone as much as I possibly can now. And stand up's always been something that. I, I mean, it's 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 kind of been floating around in the back of my mind. Like, should I try it? Should I not try it? Um, I grew up watching guys like Jim Carrey, who came from mm. uh, stand-up comedy, yeah. and you know, we used to perform at Yuck Yuck Saturday or um, in Living Color. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like it's it's something that I wouldn't say it terrifies me, but it would definitely challenge me because I've never really done that kind of comedy before yeah and uh yeah like right now i really want to just again like i said push myself out of my comfort zone so that's one thing that's that's on the list to do i mean as soon as i don't even really know what the situation on uh you know comedy clubs is right now here in ontario 
But uh, yeah, as soon as this COVID uh, craziness kind of gets back to more normal-ish, then yeah, that's something I would try for sure. Go to some open mics, kind of try out some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it, man. Do it. Get somebody to film it. I want to see it. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it for sure. Yeah. 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 If, if I'm if I'm gonna go try these things, it's a hundred percent getting done. I'm gonna make a list of stuff that completely scares the shit out of me, and go do and it. I'm gonna go out and do it. Hell yeah, man! Do that. <laughs> do that. Seriously. What what's the um what's the acting scene out there like? Cause I um I follow a girl. I'm say a woman. A woman on Instagram. I met her through some like mutual friends, and uh, I've been following her. She supports me. I support her. Her name's Cheryl. I think it's Sherilyn Allen. And she's out. She's from Canada, and she, oh yeah, yeah. She's in a lot of stuff, and she stays acting. And I don't know if she's flying out here to work or she's doing stuff out there. But I do know that they still film in Canada. So what is that scene like out there? So as of um, I believe well, it was more so right at the beginning of August. Production started the film or production started to open up again, and um, maybe late July. So slowly but surely, they are opening up again. Uh, they're filming a lot of Hallmarky type stuff and and Christmas productions. So. Lots of snow machines, lots of uh, parkas in the summer, pretending like it's wintertime. Oh, wow. But, yeah, it's, it's just good for for there to be some kind of light at the end of the tunnel. And in September, I hear they're going to be pretty much in full force again. Oh. So I'm really looking forward to that. And my first day on set was, I think, back was like late July. And it was just, I was so thankful to be back. And they're taking the appropriate precautions too. You know, everyone's wearing a mask and... Yeah. You know, like it's 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 done very well, but it's uh, definitely definitely a sigh of relief to be back. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's kind of ramping up out here too. I haven't, I don't think I've gotten any audition requests lately. Not um, they're doing a lot of self tapes now, which is which is good. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that, that's big out here. That's big. Actually, they've started something new out here through um, Actors Access where they're doing like Zoom auditions. Like that's gonna be the new oh, yeah. wave, where it's like, when it's your turn, they bring up your screen and there you go, and there you are. Theme, yeah, it's it action. Like, yeah, it's crazy. So I haven't gotten that opportunity. I did sign up for it. My agent hit me up and was like, you know, do you want to opt in for that? So I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. But I haven't gotten any requests. I did have a request maybe about a month or two ago, a month maybe a month and a half ago. I had to pass on it though, because like I said, I'm in transition. I'm moving and stuff like that right now so mm, yeah, yeah that's it was just too much for me man i really couldn't do it and i never pass on any auditions but i had to and moving moving on top of you know the situation that's going on right now or more so a couple weeks ago exactly so it, it was just too much too much for me at the time uh but yeah and yeah, i haven't gotten any other time, so huh There'll be other times though, right? Oh yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll really pick up and then they'll start rolling in. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'll have three, four a week. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And just knock them out. But yeah, it's been slow right now for me. Which actually is, I think it's just God's blessing because He knows my situation and it's just, it's a lot going on. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot going on for me. So it's all good in due time. I don't think about it. I keep myself busy. But go ahead. That's yeah, that's I mean, what you just said right there, the the fact that you're keeping yourself busy, because a lot of people that are 
or not, I, I don't want to say a lot of people, but some people that are actors, they, the most depressing thing is to just be sitting around waiting for the phone to ring. Yes. Twiddling your thumbs like, okay, uh, well, yes. um. Yes, especially, yeah. especially when you thought that, like, the role was especially for you. Like, it was, oh, man, my God, this is my role. Like, and you know you did a good sure. job and you're sitting there like, I mean, I've been there. You know what I'm saying? I've been, everybody's been there. You know, and I just had to grow out of that. When I was living in New York and I was acting out there and I, you know, had an agent there sending me out, man. And I'd just be sitting there like, oh, my God, man, I hope they call me. I hope they call me. I hope they call me. I know I did good. Or or you're sitting there like, damn, I should have did this in the audition. I should have did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? All that stuff. Like, listen. Yeah, it, and then, you know, you leave, you leave the audition room and all these thoughts are like, why didn't I do this? Why did <laughs> yes. I do this? Oh, I should have done this. And yes. meanwhile, you could have put on a hell of a performance and the the casting agent or director just maybe didn't think that you, you know, physically fit the role. Like, wh- oh. who knows what's going through their head, right? Like, who knows why they choose who they end up choosing? Yeah. A lot of so. times that's what it is. It's physicality. Yeah. Um, complexion. Something. You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, nine times out of ten... And, th- and this is the truth. Nine times out of ten, if you have an agent and a casting director constantly request you, they like you. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. They're rooting for you. They want you to yep. book something. And, excuse me, if you constantly get requested by the same casting directors, you are good enough. You're doing because something. Because, listen, their job is on the line, too. They want to impress a director. So they're mm-hmm. going to bring in the cream of the crop that they yeah. know of to put in front of that director. They can feel confident, you know, vouching for. Exactly, because they know that you're going to get the job done. Now, mm-hmm. whether it's the job that they want, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, that, that's remain, that remains to be seen, but they know you're going to get the job done. They know mm-hmm. that you're going to solve a problem for that director, but that might be, that your solution may not be the one that they want, you know? And that's just really, that's what it is. So you have to know that. You have to know that, hey, I'm good enough because I'm getting the calls. There's a lot of actors out here that I that I talk to and be like, I just don't get any auditions. I don't get the calls. And that's not to say that they, 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 they are not good or whatever, but just know that if you are getting these calls and you do see a trend of getting the auditions from same cast and directors, they like you. They know mm-hmm. that you are good enough. And it's only, you know, it's only time that it'll hit. It's a numbers game. Yeah, it's, and that's, that's the thing. It's, it's, it, it will happen, but it's just like, you know, another thing too, is you really have to have tough skin. You know, you have to be willing to hear a hundred no's before you hear one yes, no matter who you are, you know, even Brad Pitt's getting no sometimes, you know, even it happens. Yeah. Yeah. And just have that confidence. And just have that confidence too, you know. When you walk in that room, just be confident. Like, hey, listen, I'm here to do a job. If you like me, great. If you don't, great. I'm gonna go tomorrow, or another day, and do an- you know, here to do another job. And and that's just what it is. Like, just know that you are good enough, and have that mm. confidence. You know what I mean? Exactly. When you walk in that room, bulletproof and- confidence. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Just know, just be professional. Have the confidence. Go in there and do the job. Tell them thank you, and like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that's it. And, and if you do something awesome. long enough, something will happen. Mm-hmm. hundred percent. That's a fact. Are you finding that the uh, do you like the industry more so in 
in Atlanta versus New York? Because what are the what are the big hubs in the states? You got you got Los Angeles, you got New York, you got Atlanta, you got Those Charlotte, you, maybe you got Charlotte. It used to be Delaware. I don't know if they're shooting up there anymore. You got New Orleans, New Old oh, New Orleans too. Okay, um, I think they're still shooting a little down in Miami, but I think they shoot more commercials down there. Um, oh. Where else? Uh, where else? There's some other place that's kind of a hot spot right now too, where they're filming a lot of stuff. But I think Delaware. I never knew anything about Delaware. Yeah, earlier on, earlier on when um when the film when the film industry was just coming down here, there was a lot of work in Delaware. Yeah, you would go wow. there do work and yeah, come back. Yeah, it's a quite a, it's quite a few places like that now though. You go there and do work and then come back, but it's not like a big industry there. But they film, right. you know. Now yeah. here they're setting up, you know. There's all types of agencies. There's all types of film studios. We have like 12, 14 huge film studios out here. I didn't. I didn't realize how big of um how big Atlanta was for film and in television until recently. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it is it is pretty big for sure. I, 12 to 14 studios. Jeez, it's huge. <laughs> and go online and look at the Tyler Perry uh, studio tour. He's he's riding around in his golf cart. Look how big that thing is. It's ridiculous. I'm going to after this. I'm going to. For sure. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> he has like neighborhoods on his. Oh yeah. Because he, he bought a fort. Him and the city bought a fort. It was old Fort Gillum, I think it was. It was an old fort. So they have like all the barracks where the soldiers stayed and stuff. Yeah, all that's still there. All the houses. All the, um, what's it called? Like the, um, the higher ranking officials. No, the higher yeah. ranking sergeants and all that. Their houses that they have, they're there. Like it's huge, and it's only half. He only has half of it right now, and it's huge. Listen, Jeez. a lot of the um, a lot of the shows that you see on TV right now are filmed there, for real. Really? Wow! You just fucked with my mind there for a sec. Yeah, a lot of them. A lot Jeez. of them. Especially, and, and and I'm not saying it's the same thing, but especially black films. A lot of them, sitcoms, all that film there but there's a whole bunch a plethora because he just opens it up for everybody to come and film like you know uh, yeah and it, it would deal. save on costs too right yeah instead yeah. of you know having to rent out a location here rent out a location there yeah. it's more convenient but if you can make it look like you know a different area different location then mm-hmm. why not right like yeah. <laughs> i'm telling you everybody films there man so many people and he has like nine nine studios nine or ten maybe eleven like huge go look go watch the video yeah i'm, I'm man the second the second i get off here with you i'm looking <laughs> at it yeah it's huge man and then go look at um god there's another studio way out in like um fairburn is it fairburn or somewhere i think it's like the second biggest now because it was the biggest and i think tyler's is now the largest but there's another one way out there. There's one right off of 85. Sherburn is where, where? Where? Sherburn, Georgia? Fairburn. I think it's in Fairburn. Oh. I think it's in Fairburn. It's huge, though. Just, you know what? Google film studios in Georgia. And yeah. I'm telling you, it'll show you a list, and it's going to show you the biggest ones. And Tyler Perry, I think he's a, his is the biggest now. And then there's another one. That, that one in Fairburn is huge. There's one right off of 85 that's huge. Uh, I forget the name of that one. I had a friend that filmed the HBO show out there. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot, man. And it's work. 
So yeah, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Like I like I posted the other day. I was like, you know, I've, I've been handling things, and I'm gonna get right back. And I posted a shot of me in a scene or whatever. Like I can't wait. Like I'm excited because I know the work is coming, and it's it's just gonna be something new, mm-hmm. um, new and fresh. You know, like kind of like a revamp. But I can't wait until I jump back in. But you know, when that time comes, I'm just not. I don't, I don't want to say I'm not ready, but when that time comes. Yeah, you'll you'll be ready when it when it comes. Are the are the like what's the production situation like right now? Like are things actively filming? Yeah. Are they where, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I got I know yeah. a few people that have been filming. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they're filming. Just a matter of time then, man. Yeah, just a matter of time, you know, when they pull my card. That's it. But like I said, man, it's all in time. For me, it's like God knows me, God knows my situation, and I really feel like it's like, okay, handle this now and then you know, when the time comes, they'll come. And that's mm-hmm. how I feel about it. I really do. I don't think it's a coincidence that I'm not getting any auditions right now and I'm, you know, in transition and dealing with a whole, you know, other things like that. So mm-hmm. it's all God, man. It's all you'll get soon. God's plan, man. Yeah. Like your boy Drake, you know what I'm saying? Your homie out there in, in Canada, man. Tell him I said, what up? <laughs> Lay the message myself. Tell him and I'll tell what up. on here. <laughs> yeah, tell them I said, "What up? I need that interview." How at me? I will. I'll, I will say that exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, I ain't gonna hold you up. I know we've been on here for a minute talking, but it's been good. Good conversation. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, you know, it was it was great to be on here. Yes, yes. I appreciate you saying that, man. Um, just want to have an open platform. We kick it casually, talk some good stuff. You drop some gems for people to take back, put in a tool belt. You know, <laughs> later. and go to work you know what i'm saying so yeah i really appreciate you man i appreciate everybody tuning in um if you got some value from this share it subscribe do what you want with it i pray that you got something valuable out of it though that's what i'm here for every tuesday night 10 p.m eastern standard time i will be back you never know who i may have on here but it will be somebody of value you understand of value I'm bringing it to you. I need y'all. Y'all need me. Let's do it together. (laughs) But yeah, man, until next week, I appreciate you, Devin. What's a pleasure. Yes, sir. Likewise, man. Yes, sir. And I will repost, share the clips tomorrow. I'll um, I'll send you some clips. I'll put it in your DM or you can slide me your number. I'll text that to you. Repost, tag me if you can. All that good stuff. You know how to do it. Looking forward to it, man. All right. Cool, 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 man. Until next time, y'all. Next week, we'll be kicking it. Peace.